911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, it might be a little polarizing for some. I might even lose some subscribers as a result. Quite frankly, I'm okay with that. I believe a great deal in attracting people into my sphere of influence who align with my own personal values, ethics, and the way that I live my life on a day-to-day. So anybody who does not agree with this message or finds it polarizing in a negative way, I respect you for that. There's a million other shows that you can go download, a million other podcasts. But this morning, before Clint went to work, today is June the 14th. As I record this, I believe I'll publish this episode this coming Friday. By then, you will have already seen that there was an officer-involved shooting that took place in Atlanta. For anybody that did not see this, I'll give you a quick walkthrough. Allegedly, there was a suspect that had passed out inside of his vehicle, waiting in the drive through line of Wendy's. The police were called out. They pull this man out of his vehicle, and they perform a sobriety test on him. The man fails a sobriety test, And in the midst of him being detained, he becomes combative, resisting arrest. This man and two officers find their way to the ground, and the the suspect actually ends up grabbing the taser of the police officer. He gets up and he takes off running. In the video, it was a mere matter of seconds. As the officer is chasing the suspect, the suspect takes the taser, turns around, and points it straight at the officer. The officer then shoots him. In the midst of this, the Atlanta police officer's chief decides to resign, and that officer is fired. Now, as you listen to this, if you are not familiar with a taser, when you are stung by a taser, it can be dehabilitating. Meaning if that officer had been shot by it, he would not be able to perform his job, protect his community, and potentially could have ended up lied down on the ground with his gun exposed, free range for anybody but especially this suspect. What world are we living in to where that was not justifiable? I see such a negative spiral continuing to happen in the realm of policing. If you are an officer, or if you are the family member of somebody in law enforcement, I plead with you. Your community needs you, no matter how much the media is portraying you to be hated right now. You are not hated. And I want to share with you a story that I read about a doctor in Pennsylvania. This was back in 2014. And apparently... A psychiatric patient went into this outpatient facility and he opens fire on his caseworker. There just so happened to be a psychiatrist nearby who just so happened to be wise enough to protect himself and he had his own personal firearm on him. 
he takes his firearm and he shoots the suspect. He wasn't villainized. He wasn't, he wasn't made out to look like some crook. No, instead, he was heroic. He was somebody that the entire town praised as a result of his actions. These men and women on the streets right now, they literally have the hardest job in the entire world right now. Let's think about that. There's not a single profession out there right now that's as difficult as what these men and women have to endure on a day-to-day basis. And guess what? It doesn't go away. Because the more and more that these stories come to surface, the text messages come in, media is spewing things like crazy. And all the while, I can't help but think, I'm very, very limited when it comes to any access of the media that I partake in, and it's very intentional when I do. This morning, when I also learned of this story in Pennsylvania, I also heard of another story that had taken place. I'm sorry, this this story regarding the officer-involved shooting that had taken place in Atlanta. I had also heard of another story of a second black man that hung himself. And it happened in a city called Victorville, and that's, that's close by to where I live. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, men and women do not just go out and hang themselves. And the media went on to say that he did it because he was oppressed. I have something to tell you, media. If you think that anybody in the world right now should feel like they're being oppressed, or if anybody might feel like they have the need to go and hang themselves as a byproduct that, of everything that's happening in this world right now, I got news for you. It's not the fucking black man. It's these officers. Look at what is being done to them. It started out being about an officer, right? An officer placing his knee on the back of George Floyd's neck. Well, it has not been about Mr. George Floyd for a very long time now. No. Instead, I see that our nation is under attack. As you listen to this, I am an incredibly strong patriot. And right now, I see vile acts being held upon our country. And right now, you might not think that she's strong enough to defend herself. But what I'm also seeing is that those other strong patriots, they're recognizing that this is not about an officer and a black man anymore. And quite frankly, was it ever? No, instead, we're having cities like Seattle being taken over by not protesters. No, these are crooks. These are scumbags, criminals. How on earth is this being done in and to our country? It doesn't make sense. You see, when I heard about that second black man hanging himself, I just had this this sinking pit in my stomach because this whole time, all of this craziness is going on outside in our country. I can't help but feel that there's just something that doesn't sit right about it. And I'm not talking about the heinous nature of things. I'm talking about how well orchestrated this all seems. How propagandic this all seems. 
And yes, there are so many conspiracy theories, people saying it's because it's an election year. Well, this is quite different than everything that happened with Russia during our last election, don't you think? Something just isn't right. Something doesn't sit right with me. And the worst part about it is I'm seeing so many people that are living in fear. Inside of our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group, I'm seeing this cultivation, especially of these these women who are the wives, the spouses of these police officers, living in so much fear that they're having to remove their thin blue line stickers, taking off the bows that are thin blue line related off of their little girls. It's going so much to the extent that people are boycotting Amazon because Amazon allegedly supports Black Lives Matter. Well, you know what? This is not about Black Lives Matter. It's just not. This is about our country. Our country is under attack right now. And as a true patriot, one of the main things that I'm ensuring is that I'm not going to let this change my life. I'm not going to go and cancel my Amazon subscription. Oh, you know what happens if you do that? You're not taking the, what is it, $150, $200 subscription a year out of the pockets of Amazon? No, what you're doing is you're taking away that money from the small businesses that are selling on Amazon to try to make a living, especially right now in the midst of the, quote, coronavirus pandemic, unquote. So no, I'm not going to let this change my life. Amazon makes life easy for me. I'm also not going to allow myself to have my mental space crudded by what seems to be fake news more and more and more as the time goes on. And I say that because did you know that there are only five major companies that own, manage, facilitate, and produce all of the media that you see every time you turn on your television or you go scrolling through your feed? Five companies. Think about that for a second. All that I know is that when I want true information, I want the facts, I go out and I talk to people and that's what I've been doing. I've been questioning people, black, white, people that are in law enforcement, people that aren't, people in other professions. I'm asking questions, talking to my neighbors, getting curious. That's the only way that we're able to see what the validity is. What are you seeing in your hometown? How are you feeling as a byproduct of this? How about we ask our neighbors and our friends how they're doing? A lot of the times people take in so much of this garbage, that they can't even function properly. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to in recent times that are just exhausted with fatigue. I know a lot of people who study astrology, and they tell me that the full moon that we recently had has a lot to do with it. Maybe that's true. But what I think is mostly true is that we're mentally exhausting ourselves because of the bullshit that we're allowing ourselves to not only pay witness to, but some to even be a part of. And I don't want to be any part of that. And what I can say, as a patriot, as somebody who loves my country more than I love anything else in this world, that I will never stand by and let somebody try to tear it down. Sure, my piece of land might be all that I have to defend. My home, my body, my family. But when it gets to the point to where I talked to my nearly 70-year-old dad this morning, and he tells me, Ashley, I've never seen black people. I don't look at life that way. But now, 
When I'm going out into the community and I see a black person, actually, I'm looking twice at them because I'm scared. I don't know what they're going to do. How pathetic is that? Did these protesters cause any good at all? Because all that I see is that they're causing fear, destruction, hate. They're creating more of a divide than we've ever had before. This isn't the way to go about it. They once said this was about Chauvin and Floyd. This has nothing to do with officers in color anymore. It just doesn't, plain and simple. And I'll leave you on this note. And I'll ask you what your thoughts truly are. Do you see this as a racial element of life that needs to be changed? Or are you looking at this as more of a defensive mode like myself in seeing that there is destruction being imposed on our country and we cannot let this continue to happen? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Reach out to me on Facebook, Ashley Walton. Come inside of our group. If you want to have a real, raw, genuine conversation about this, police, fire, military, and families, pop in there on Facebook. We would love to have you. And in the meantime, stay vigilant. And to all of our officers who are out there grinding the streets day in and day out, just know that you are not the hate that the media is portraying you to be.